0: All right, kids. You may be, uh, you may, uh, you may go back to your seats. Or as a friend of mine said, God seat you. You may be blessed yeah. after church. Shake friends and be handy. <laughs> Only you old time Pentecostals know <laughs> what I'm talking about there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I, I think I've told this joke one other time, but I've got, to, I've got to tell it again. The the preacher and the bear joke. Can I tell the preacher and the bear joke? Okay, okay, okay. So this this is, this is a good one. Okay, and that's a true story. So one day. Uh, Pastor Ed, he was out walking in the woods and having a good day. And all of a sudden, a bear comes up on him. And Brother Ed takes off running through the woods. So he's running, he's running, he's running, he's running. running. He falls and he's backed up against a big tree. and And the bear, and Brother Ed puts his hands together and says, Dear God, would you please make this bear a Christian? The bear gets right over Brother Ed and says, "Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this food I'm about to receive." <laughs> That's my favorite joke in the whole wild world. Did y'all know that uh, most bears like their food aged? No, I don't mean. I... Thank you and good day, everybody. It's been great. Jake, you better guitar me real quick. <laughs> no, no, don't. This doesn't imply because. But, I mean, I'm still I'm still apologizing. Go ahead and give that to me. This is going to take a while. Um, love you so much, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everybody say, the Holy Ghost. Where well, let me get the key. The Holy Ghost. All right. Now, to sing this song with me. I want you to take your, your thumbs. Remember how we do this? Stick them in your armpits. Okay? Both of them. Everybody, everybody Mr. Two and a Quarter. Right? <laughs> Here we go. No, this, this, no, this doesn't count. Okay? This, this way. Here we go. All right? Now, whenever I say out of you, I want you to move your elbows up and down and say my last name. What is my last name? up. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Or in spa- sister for you, pavo real, mm-hmm. that's Spanish for peacock, which is really interesting because pavo real is translated royal bird, but pavo by itself means turkey and real means real, so real turkey, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, you can have that one, that was afraid. Even she's like, I did not think of that, no, lo i pensar. That's right. Te amo mucho. Okay. Wait, I got to do an A for that. Okay. Mm, The Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you. The Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you. Now swing your fist because you can beat up the devil till he's black and blue Cause the Holy Ghost takes the chicken out of you The Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you The Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you Now beat up the devil till he's black and blue Cause the Holy Ghost takes the chicken out of you The devil wants to make a chicken out of you The devil wants to make a chicken out of you The devil's a liar, there's nothing he can do When the Holy Ghost takes the chicken out of you Come on, get a chicken, girl I said the Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you You can beat up the devil till he's black and blue because the Holy Ghost, I said the Holy Ghost, you know the Holy Ghost, will take that chicken out of your mama. Right. Woo, come on, give a little hand clap, everybody. Very nice, very nice. All right, one more time, shout great. great. Come on, great. Great. Now, I am going to tell you a really wonderful story, one of my most favorite stories about a man in the Bible who was a great man. Now, he didn't start off being a great man. He became a great man. Now I want you, before I even start the story, I want you to put one finger right here, right? Watch y'all, and say, I can be great. Say I will be great. That's right. Look at somebody, say, you be great. That's right. Does somebody else say your mama be great? Everything sounds better with your mama, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm hungry. Your mama hungry. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's uh, it's my birthday. It's your mama birthday. Yeah. So anyway, this is a story about a man who had a dream. Does anybody think they know the name of this uh, man in the Bible who had a very special dream? Anybody? Martin King. Yes, Martin Luther King had a. Dream. Just get out of here right now. You just sit down. Sit down. Sit down. All you, All you ever want are kids that make you look good. But they'll... so. A man in the Bible named Joseph, okay? Joseph had a dream. And I need a Joseph to come up here. Who wants to be my who wants to be my Joseph? You have to be a dude, though. That's right. I need a dude named Joseph. Alright, little man on the end down there. You wanna come up here? I don't think you've ever been my helper before. Come on up here, little dude. That's right. That's, oh, he's just chilling. That's right. He's just, he just chilling right there, man. That's right. You don't care what nobody thinks. I like that. I respect that. So, all right. Now, you are going to be Brother Joe. Ha, huh? Joe Mama. <laughs> okay. You're going to be Brother Joe, okay? Uh, Joseph, we're going to call you Joe for short, and you have a dream. I want you to look at everybody, put your arms out, and say, oh, I had a dream. I had a dream. Very good. All right. Very good. Okay. Now I'm going to give you your dream, okay? I'm going to give you your dream right there now. All right, there you go. Very nice, okay? You've got a dream, okay? Joseph had a very special dream. Now he dream. Wait, first you got to you got to you got to go to sleep, okay? okay? Do it like that, okay? And I make make sleep noises. Can you make sleep noises? Do that again. Very good. <laughs> He's a drooler, folks. Watch out. <laughs> So he went to sleep, and he had a dream, not just a regular dream, a special dream from God. And he woke up from his dream, and he put his arms up like this. Go, oh, you're awake. Go, ah, oh. Now look at everybody say, I had a dream. I had a dream. Very good, man. You're killing it. That's right. He's like, yeah, it's all about me. So He had a very special dream. Joseph had a dream, and he, drove, he woke up, and his dream it was very simple. He had a couple of them, but one of them was that the stars in the sky bowed down to him. Okay, so you're awake now, all right? You're awake now? You're awake now? Tell everybody, Say, tell, tell all your brothers, say, the stars bowed down to me. The stars bowed down to me. Best volunteer ever right there. So <laughs> that was his dream. He had a very special dream the 12 stars in the sky and the moon all bowed down to him. Now, we think of Joseph sometime, poor Joseph. He was picked on by his brothers, this poor little guy they did. And what his brothers did to him was very wrong. But you know what the Bible also says about Joseph? The Bible says that he was a spoiled little brat. (laughs) The Bible says that he was a tattletale. The Bible says he spied on his brothers so that he could tell on them. How many want a little brother or sister like that? How many want any brother or sister like that? Absolutely not. Now, again, they shouldn't have done that to him. But that's the way he acted. He wasn't all that nice to him. All right? So you, you say, are you, say I'm, a tattletale. I'm a tattletale. Okay, that he can say. Very good. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got experience there. This is not a problem. <laughs> that's right. So he told on his brothers. But see, his brothers, that dream, not only did Joseph know what that dream meant, but his brothers, they knew what it meant, too. They knew that that dream, even though it was from God, a special kind of dream from God. They knew that He was telling them, "One day I'm going to be your boss. One day you are going to bow down to me." Everybody, go! Oh, ha. Oh, oh. That's oh yeah. You like that, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. He really likes it. Yeah. So that's what. In fact, his daddy knew. His daddy also knew. That that's what he was saying, and his dad, even his dad, even though God gave him this dream, the way that he was talking about that dream and bragging on that dream, even his dad didn't like it a whole lot. His dad said, so I'm going to bow down to you also. Hmm? Yeah, and yeah, so Joseph was all, hey, boy, I brought you into this world. I will take you out. Mm-hmm. We all know that one, don't we? (laughs) Anybody ever... No, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Wait. That's right. So his brothers got mad at him, and his brothers took him, and they threw him into a big hole. Get in the hole right there. Get in the hole right there. Sit down in the hole. And his brothers threw him in the hole, and they even lied. They said to his dad that he had been killed. I can't imagine the heartbreak. No matter how uh, naughty or bratty a kid might act, nobody, no parent wants to lose their child And dad was just destroyed devastated by this awful horrible news and they would have done much worse to him but one of the brothers said no 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 tell you what okay here's what we're going to do or translated into redneck what we're going to do is okay (laughs) so here's what they did they picked him up out of the hole come here get up out of the hole come here here. that's right come here you no-armed wonder right there right they got him out of the hole and then they sold him into slavery Is he anybody's boss yet? No. Is he great yet? No, No, he is not. All right. So you've been thrown in a hole. You told everybody they're going to bow down to you. You ended up in a hole, and now you're going to be a slave, and you are going to be my slave, okay? Now, the man's name was Mr. Potiphar, okay? If you can't pronounce that just for short, we'll just say Mr. Potty. Uh, uh, Potts. No, Potts. uh, Okay, yes. Uh, Pastor's like, hey, man, you get one. So... So Mr. Potts, he is going to be my, I'm going to be his master now, okay? So here, Joseph, here, shine my shoes. Shine my shoes. Here you go. <laughs> mm. Right? Shine the bottom of my shoes. With your tongue. No. <laughs> no. That's with Pete Crow. Yeah. So you are my servant, and you have to do whatever I say. Say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. You're good-looking. Up oh, yeah. <laughs> why do they all All Oh, every time. No. So you have to do whatever I say. But see, Joseph, he had a very good side, and his good side was much, much better than his bratty or naughty side. Much, much better. You know why? Part of the reason why is because he's holding on to this dream right here, okay? Okay, take a look. Now, you're going through some bad times, but take a look at that dream. Say, God gave me that dream. God gave me that dream. Say, this is my dream. It's my dream. Look at somebody. Say, that's not your dream. That's not your dream. That's right. Say, not your mama dream. Not your mama dream. Not your cheese. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Very good. So it was his dream, all his, (laughs) that one day he was going to be great, a great, great man, aren't you? Uh-huh, he was going to be a great man. So he was holding on to that. So he did what was right. Even though things were going bad, he had a much bigger good side. And so he did a good job. He didn't just do what his master told him to do. He did even better. He helped his master make extra money. He didn't even have to do that because, you know, slaves, they didn't get raises. They didn't get bonuses, sales and commissions, estates, inheritance, interest and income, rebates and return, royalties received, debts demolished, okay? They didn't get none of that, okay? Right? His whole family, they wasn't saved and walking with God at the time. No, not at the time. They were not. So But he still did what was right. You have to do what's right, even when people aren't doing what's right to you. Always do what's right if you want to be great. So he's doing what's right, okay? He's a good guy. And the years go by, but then Something something bad happens. Say, oh no! You see, Mr. Potts, he had a wife. Who wants to be my wife? Anybody want to be be my? Okay, come here, wife. Come here. Hey, hey, how are you? My, I'm surprised you volunteered for this. <laughs> He's like, don't get no ideas, tall guy. No, that's right. So, so you stand right here, okay? All right, now you stand right here now. She was not so good of a person, you see, because Mr. Potts's wife, you know what she did? She tried to smooch on him. Mm-hmm. Go for it. No. <laughs> no, no. You, what, what'd, you, you, what'd you say? I don't even know what that is. It's a good thing, too. Okay, keep it that way for the next. And, you know, in 15 years, 20 years, you can start dating. And then 10 years later, your parents will stop chaperoning you. So, <laughs> if that. No, no, that just meant that you chased him around. That's all that meant, nothing more. You just tried to catch him, okay, all right? So so he, you better put your arms out for this, okay? Put, put your arms out for this because she's going to chase you, but not fast because if you get hurt, you'll get me in trouble. So, all right, and run, run away. Go get him, go get him. Ah, that's my man. Whoa, hey, yeah, all right. That's, woo, that's, get, keep running. No, not me, not me. Okay, and then they stopped because we didn't want to overdo this and get anybody hurt, <laughs> Because Shannon likes having certain privileges. That's that's, that's right. So she, not such a great person. Him, a good person. He did. You did a good job. You did the right thing. Did you dab that? Very good. All right. Right thing, brother. Oh, so. mm -hmm. Hey. He He going low with that one. So he did the right thing. But for doing the right thing, Something bad happened. Something else bad happened. Say, oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Something bad happened because, you see, she couldn't catch him. So what she did, she lied. She told a lie on him. This guy, for about 20 years, has been doing a great job for Mr. Potts. He's been doing the right thing. He's been helping him make extra money. He's been what a man of God should be. And then there's a huge, huge problem. Because she went to Mr. Potts and said, he tried to smooch on me. Say that. No. Okay. I can't blame you. She said, he tried to smooch on me. She lied. She lied about that. I'm not no, we're pretending. We're pretending. We're pretending. It's acting. You're an actor. You're an actor. No, no she did not. <laughs> But you did a great job. You did a great job. So she told a lie on him, and then she stormed out of the room. There you go, because she'd had enough of this. Give the wife a good hand, everybody. <laughs> Very good. Now, here's, what the, here, here's an interesting thing, kids. Back then, the law was that if, if a slave did something like that, you know what the punishment was? The punishment was death. But that's not what happened. Now, I think one reason might be that maybe Mr. Potts, he knew that his wife wasn't such a great person. He knew that. Or it could also be that he just didn't want to have Joseph put to death because he loved him. He didn't see Joseph as just a slave. You've done such a great job for me over the years. that that, that I, I, don't, I don't want to punish you like that, but I have to do something. She's made this accusation, and I... I, I have to punish you. So I'm sorry, but you gotta go, you gotta go to jail now. She's, she's lying. I know she is, but you know, he was he was moving up here and now he's moving down there. So have a seat right there again. He's gone down even lower than that pit he was in, because this one he he can't climb out of. And he sits in there. And while he's sitting in there, he just He takes his dream in his hand. Hold your dream right there. Hold your dream right there. Takes his dream in his hand. And he just says, God, I'm I'm done trying to make this come to pass. I've tried and tried to have this dream that I know you gave to me. I know it's from you, but it's been so long. You said I was going to be the boss. You said I was going to be this great guy, so great that even my brothers bowed down to me. But now I'm here. I'm here, but God, I'm just, I'm going to trust you. See, while he was in that dungeon, kid, something happened, something that had never happened before. It had taken Joseph more than 20 years to get to this point right here, and something happened that helped him finally start to really understand something about greatness. You see, there was somebody else, two people in that dungeon that also had a dream. One of them, we'll talk about one of them, he had a dream that... There was this grapevine, and on that grapevine grew some grapes, and he took the grapes, and he squished it into a cup, the grape juice into a cup, and he gave it to the king of all the land. Who knows who the king of all the land was in this story? Yeah. Jesus is the king of us. But in this story, very good, in this story, he was who? It was who? Yeah. Pharaoh. Pharaoh was the king of that land. So he squeezed the grape juice in, and he gave it to Pharaoh, and then he woke up. Ha! Ah! <laughs> Sorry. I fell. I fell. <laughs> So, uh-huh. peacock. Yeah, good, good timing. All right. So, <laughs> so he was asking people around. He said, I, "I had a dream, and I don't, I don't know what it means." I've got this. I had, had this. And somebody said, "Hey, ask this guy about it." So he said, "I said, okay. So I've got this. I've got this dream right here. Uh, 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 got this dream. All right. Now the dream was that I had." I had this, this grape vine. There was three vines, and grapes grew on them, and I squeezed the grapes into a cup and gave it to Pharaoh, which is kind of funny because that's what I used to do. That was my old job. So can you do something with, with my dream? Can you help me with my dream? So he looked at it to so hold my dream, hold it very gently. This is someone else's dream. Say, uh-huh. Say, ah. Oh. You're thinking deeply. Aha, aha, Uh-huh. 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 Oh. Yeah, Shannon's good, good, really nice. I thought I'd try again. You never know. (laughs) This This is a dream. Okay, so he took the dream, and he gave the dream back to the guy. So give me my dream back. He said, this is what the dream means. Say, this is what it means. This is what it means. And here's what the dream meant. The dream, this weird little dream, meant that in three days, he was going to get his old job back. He was going to work for Pharaoh again. Dude, are you serious? That's what my dream means? I'm going to get my old job back? This is outstanding. This is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for, for helping me with my dream. I've got three days to get ready. I've got three days to, oh, think about what got me in this mess and make sure I never make those mistakes all over again. Three days, thank you so much. So the guy got out of the dream and he was working for Pharaoh, uh, got out of the jail, he was working for Pharaoh again three days later. And Joseph said, hey, don't forget about me. But years went by and he did forget about him. But somebody else in the land had a dream. That guy that we said is the most important person in all the land, he had a dream, King Pharaoh. I make it look good, don't I? So he had a dream. So he had a dream. He went to sleep. No, no. He woke up from his dream and he asked all the people who worked for him. He said, I had this crazy dream. Can you can you tell me what my dream means? And they looked at it and said, Oh. (laughs) <laughs> come on, come on, two and a quarter go. He looked really natural doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so nobody knew what it meant. Now, here was the dream. He dreamed that there were these seven big cows, healthy, strong cows, eating at the river, and then suddenly seven yucky, skinny cows came out of the river and gobbled them up. And this dream scared him very badly. And then somebody told him about who? Joseph. Hey, Joseph, come here, come here. Pharaoh has called you, come here, come here, come out of that dungeon. I need you to help me out. I need you to help me out. See, I had this dream right here. No, it doesn't turn on. I had this dream right here. Will you you take my dream, hold hold my dream right there? I dreamed that there were these seven big healthy cows. It's huge. It's huge, yeah. Seven big cows, but they got eat up by seven skinny cows. Can you help me out with my dream? And Joseph said, yeah, I can help you out. Yeah, I can can help you out. I can help you out. And he said, thank you, he said, this is what the dream means. He said, there's going to be seven years. Say, seven years. Seven years. With lots to eat. With lots to eat. But seven years. But seven years. Nothing to eat. Nothing to eat. And those years were called seven years of famine. Nothing grew. No rain. That's right. They karate chopped it. Yeah. That's method acting right there. So... So seven years of plenty, seven years of nothing. But Joseph said, hang on a second. Say, hang on. Say, hang on. Say, hang on. Hang on. Okay, that's right. He said, don't eat all the food when it's the good years. Don't eat all. You have to save up for the bad years. You have to get ready. I can do a backflip. That's random. That's right. (laughs) Best (laughs) ever. But you got to listen to me right now. So they, seven years you got to save up. And Pharaoh said, you know what, you're right, you're right, I've got, to, I've got to save up, you know what, and I need somebody in charge, you're right, you're, you're, you know what, I heard you did a great job for this guy named Potiphar, and I do need somebody in charge, you know what, you know what, here. Sweat. No, it's no sweat on it. I've had it for 30 years, I haven't had to wash it a single time. So, <laughs> so Mr. Joseph, you're hired. You seem to know how to help me out with my dream. So that's what I want you to do. You see, something amazing happened in this whole situation in the last few years with Joseph. You see, he realized that having his dream and being great wasn't what he did with his own dream. It was what he did with someone else's dream that made him great. It was what he did when he finally said, "God, I don't, I I can't, I can't. I'm done working on my dream. I'm done trying to make it come true. I'm done trying to do things my way. God, I'll just." And it took something really difficult. He had to get thrown in jail before he finally got it. If you want to understand something for God, don't take that long to go through something that did that long to to understand it. When we understand that, when we work for other people and we help other people. Okay, I want you to have a seat right there. Have a seat right there. Have a seat right there. Have a seat. You know what makes, and I'm going to brag a little bit, you know what makes our pastor a great man? He's a great, he's a he's a wonderful preacher. He knows how to bring the word. He's faithful. But you know what makes him really great? Well, I can did I see Sister Jamie in here? Did I see Sister Jamie? Can you point out one of the reasons you got to go overseas? That's right. She had a dream that one day she would get to go somewhere and minister the way that she that she knew God wanted to minister. She had a dream, and you know why she got to go there? Because He helped that dream come true. There are so, he he even says, and know he don't want me to say this, but he, he thinks, man, I, if I'm never great, that's fine. But if I can help somebody else be great, that's what greatness is." You know why that, that young beautiful young lady on the, on the piano, you know why she's great? It's not because she's super talented, and she is. It's not because of that great voice. It's because there's a whole bunch of people up here can lead and worship in ways that they never have before. It's because, it's because I I don't claim to be a great musician, but since I started playing with her, I'm, I've gotten better. Not just that, I work better with other musicians, usually. <laughs> you know, that's right. And if I, I want to be great. I want to do great things. Anybody in here want to, like to sing? Any any of you kids love to sing? I got my my little singer girl right there. You ought to sing around the house. She loves her. Some Barbra Streisand. People who need people are the luckiest people in the world. Woo! Girlfriend, come on now. I never shouted to Barbra Streisand, so I better not start now. So... (laughs) I want her to be good. Others, I want you to be good. I want you to practice. I want you to get good. I want when you, that's okay. Here, let's put it right there. When you you sing, I want people to sing and think, wow, what talent. But that's not what's going to make you great. The singing part is not what's going to make you a great singer. What's going to make you great and others who want to do stuff like that is not when you get that solo that you wanted. Oh, I wanted to sing that song so bad. That's the song I want to sing. It's not going to be when you get to sing that song that you wanted to sing. It's going to be when you don't get to sing that song you wanted to sing. And it goes to somebody else. Who doesn't think they're a good singer? Mm, yeah, I'm me. Well, it's going to be somebody who got that song. Maybe they're not as good of a singer as you are. Maybe they can't quite sing as good on key and you're thinking that song was for me, I wanted that song, I wanted to sing that song, that was for me, that was my solo, come on, I just sing that song. But instead of just getting upset about that, you go to whoever that is and you say, hey, I'm praying for you when you sing. When you get up and sing that song, you're going to do a great job. You're going to do awesome. And when they sing, maybe nobody else is, but you've got your hands worshiping with that person. You're loving God with that person and you help them get confidence. You give them a sister candy, woo! And you know, and, and you help them feel better, and then they get better. They wanted to sing, they wanted to get those solos, and then you can help them with that dream. And then when it is your turn to sing, when it is your turn to do what you have a dream to do. You're going to get up and you're going to start singing, and there's going to be such a sweet anointing there that wouldn't have had you wouldn't have had otherwise. There's going to be a presence. People know she doesn't just sing; she wants to help others sing. I want to be great, kids. I, I hate talking about myself. I want to be great. If I ever become great, it, it won't be because I'm. I'm maybe good with kids or or I can you know have an, an anointing or gifting praying with others maybe it, 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 that has nothing to do with me the only way church we will ever be great that I can ever become great is if one day these little kids can grow up and they can look back and say you know what he gave me something that I couldn't have had myself he gave me something that I didn't think I could have He helped me do something that I didn't think I could do. And that's what greatness is all about. Go ahead, Sister Candy, if you would. You can stand with me. Everybody give our our buddy Joseph a big, fat hand clap. Good job. Take a bow. 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 Very good. Very good. Very good. You can go have a seat now, buddy. Excellent job. You know, what's kind of interesting, Joseph's dream, you know, God God only showed Joseph the exciting part of the dream. God didn't show Joseph the real big part of the dream. He wasn't mature enough for that. He wasn't ready to handle it. He thought, oh, bowing down to m- my brother's bowing down to me. That, that sounds great. That's really cool. But when that did happen, when his brothers were starving and they came and they bowed down, they didn't even recognize him. It wasn't what he thought it was going to be. In fact, when they did it, it, it broke his heart. He realized that it's not about being their boss. It's about saving their lives. And kids, sometimes you may look at what's going on and maybe all you can see is the exciting part. Pastor preaching and the Holy Ghost moving. People singing and great things happening. All oh, you see somebody working for God and you think, wow, that's so exciting. If that's the only part that you can see, that's fine. If that's the part that gets you excited right now, this everybody, that's okay. You may not see the the harder parts of it. You may not see the more difficult parts of it. That is okay. Because as years go by, you're going to think, I can help somebody. Now, don't you worry yourself right now about what am I going to do to help people? I don't know if I can do this. Don't Don't you worry about that at all. You just live for Jesus. The most... Smartest thing that Albert Einstein, arguably the greatest mind of the last century, the smartest thing he ever said wasn't about relativity, it wasn't about the speed of light, it wasn't about math. The smartest thing I believe that he ever said was only a life lived for others is a life worth living. Kids have fun. Develop your dreams. Get better at things. I want you to be good. Brother Jake, I want you to be a, a good preacher. I want them to be skilled. Other young men, Brother Christopher, the, I want them to be good at what they do. But more than that, I want them to get what, give what they have to somebody else. I know I've gotten stuff from, and I know that I give them some very unsolicited advice sometimes, and I can be a little know it all but I really do want them to be better. I really want to maybe have something to do and try not to make it about me. And kids, you can do the same thing. So one more time, put your finger right here and say, I can be great. Come on, say, I can be great. Put your finger on somebody's shoulder and say, you can be great. Put your finger on somebody's shoulder. Last one, I promise. Say, your mama can be great. (laughs) Kids, I want you to come down right here. We're going to take just a couple minutes to pray. Now, if you've never received the Holy Ghost before, you stand up, come in the middle too, right here, close to the middle. If you've never received the Holy Ghost before, you are always priority number one. Go ahead, come on in here, right down to it. You are priority number one. We want to see you, see you filled with the Holy Ghost. If that's what you want today, if that's what you want, we're not going to try to make you do anything you don't want to do. Now, if you want some teens and grown-ups praying for them, there's something really cool about young people praying with kids that's just so cool to them. So I want you to turn around and tell them, turn around, look at them, say, we're waiting.